Welcome to the Find Your Voice, Change Your Life podcast with psychologist Dr. Doreen Downing. Listen in as Doreen interviews people who felt they didn't have a voice or who suffered extreme speaking anxiety. You'll hear stories about how they struggled to speak up, what they did to find their authentic voice, and the confidence they now feel to speak up and make an impact. If you want to get started right away to find your voice, download Doreen's free 7-Step Guide to Fearless Speaking at Doreen7Steps.com. And now, here is Doreen. Hi, this is Dr. Doreen Downing, and I am a psychologist and host of the Find Your Voice, Change Your Life podcast. What I love about interviewing people is that I get to hear life stories, you know, the genuine, the real, the the way that people came into this life and encountered whatever it was, the challenges, and that's what they share here. And we get to go along on this inner journey to listen to how they found their voice. And today I'm introducing you to Lori Seymour. Hi, Lori. Hi, Doreen. It's wonderful to be here with you. I know we've had a conversation before, and I'd like to introduce you just so that people get a sense of how amazing you already are in your life and the kind of work that you do. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Lori Seymour, quantum connection mentor, two times international number one best selling author and founder, CEO of the Baca Institute, is internationally known as the source for source. Got to take a deep breath there because that is so deep. Yes. She helps visionary leaders and conscious business owners shift their vibration for more energy, focus, inspiration, and joy in their business and personal lives, leading to streamlined project creation and implementation and financial abundance. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yes. And Lori, you're also host of the Wisdom Talk radio podcast. And that's where we first met. And I'm real excited about, you know, coming out, as you say, in 60, over 60 countries. <laughs> um, you know, my, I can't wait for that yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so welcome today to Find Your Voice, Change Your Life. Mm, thank you, Doreen. I'm, I really am excited to have another conversation with you because well, we've really had a couple of conversations and each of them have been so special. I'm memorable. And I can't say that across the board, but your, my conversations with you have really been memorable. Yeah, well, I already feel it. I already feel a sense of a little shivers in my body because <laughs> I know it's like this anticipation of both of us wandering and wandering into the unknown and listening to what wants to be said right here, right now for uh, ourselves. And then it vibrates out to listeners who happen to be also drawn to this particular episode. Huh? Yes. Yeah. So what I, I know, you know, the, the content here usually, and it is about, you know, I always like to start, you know, where did you begin and how did you come into this world? I mean, we can go way, way back, of course, yeah. like past lives, but, you know, <laughs> just in general, that's to me where we first learn about ourselves and how we express ourselves and who's receiving in us in this world. Are they saying, yay, you, or are they looking the other direction or expecting too much of us or comparing us to other people? It's just like, so what 
what were the conditions, I guess I might say, you know, early on, just tell us what your early life was like, please. Well, the, the, the most important and, and most fundamental in so many different ways for me was that my father died when I was not quite seven. And um, I had three brothers. I was the third of fourth. <clears throat> and one of the biggest impacts of that was that he was the person that I understood and felt loved by in my family. And he left. And mm. so my experience was sort of like the love left. And my mother was just so busy and so stressed. She was stressed with four kids. But when once my father was gone, she was stressed on every level. Money, you know, how are we going to survive? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. My father did not leave, you know, means to support us all. Uh, his death was a surprise. And yet that struggle, what that struggle for my mother did was, I, you know, I, I wasn't heard, not perhaps because she didn't care or wasn't interested, but she didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I grew up very much within myself. I knew a lot about being by myself, being with myself. Um, and, and there was something in the translation between how do you, how do you connect with your deepest self and bring that forward, express that. So when you talk about, about speaking, for example, I mean, speaking as in a teaching speaking, being a speaker, you know, all the different ways that we can show up. For me, it was, it's been years of learning about how to, how to go both directions at the same time. In other words, how to go deep within and, and how to bring that out. And that's the, like taking it into action because we can, you know, explore ourselves forever, but if we don't bring that out in some way, then there's something fundamental that doesn't um, well, this just occurs to me right now. It doesn't grow up in us. <laughs> I, I've never said it that way. I've never even thought it that way. But that everything that comes to us takes action, requires action on our part to to take it into its next step, to you know bring something into creation or into fruition. Yes. Oh, wonderful. I love providing this open space for you to find the words to express something. And actually, I have not heard it expressed as you've just done also. Usually, our voices are mirrored back to us. And what you're saying, there really wasn't a mirror there so that you didn't get a sense of this, you know, this sense of the voice coming out and being heard and received and uh, witnessed and all of that. So that increased, what I'm getting is that increased your capacity to listen to yourself in such a way that the part of you that then s- listened to yourself brought more of that out. That's what I'm hearing right now. Yes. And y- yes, it was that. And I also didn't often trust what that inner experience was. Because I didn't, there's something in that mirroring process that helps us to really trust that. And, and I didn't, when I was heard, now I was heard marvelously by teachers, but what teachers heard and respected and appreciated about me was that I was smart. I was a good student. I listened in class. I engaged. I, my second grade teacher invited me to teach the class because I had a dream. <laughs> but 
so it was that part of me that was celebrated, that part of me that I could, you know, run with in the world, but that there was so much else that set up a kind of, yes, I, there's that, but that doesn't seem like what the world is acknowledging. So maybe that's not really valuable or even maybe that's not true. Yes. I am understanding a little bit more now why we are, uh, why we're drawn together this way, because uh, yeah, I, I went all the way to PhD because teachers <laughs> is where I found a reflection back of how, you know, of my voice, mm-hmm. but to actually go even deeper beyond what maybe teachers applauded or heard or found, you know, it's like, what's my, what's my true voice? <laughs> I mean, what's my, actually, exactly. And, yeah. and, and, and what's beyond the rational mind now, you know, I became a, a psychotherapist, but uh-huh. And, and certainly appreciated the emotional and, you know, and, and, and had that work to do with myself, first of all, but then, you know, that was my work, but there's this whole other realm that while I might have experienced stuff, I couldn't value them. I couldn't really bring them into my experience. And I certainly didn't bring them into the work I did with other people. I mean, until probably until, you know, the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. But I also went through be- being uh, having issues with my thyroid. So there's expression right there, the need to express, but the holding back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that is something we certainly share as being psychotherapists sitting in our offices and being really gifted, <laughs> probably listeners and being, well, somebody always said that, you know, a good therapist is polishes their mirror so that they can reflect back to others. But that doesn't really, that doesn't really say much about how we find our voice, you know, so we're skilled at listening. We provide a safe space for others. And then it's, it's like, well, then how do we, what are the spaces where we find our voice? Actually, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so listening to you and having this conversation is partly, you know, people who do know that there's something deeper and more within that, Mm -hmm. that takes a different kind of, I think a list, a different kind of listening. It does. And, you know, and that's, that really is so much a big part of my work now. And most recently, I started, um, I created this new class because, and it's around learning how to work with your inner guidance, learning how to listen to it, trust it, express it. Uh, and it's, it's called Inner Guidance Mastery Blueprint. And it's because that was a kind of a missing piece that just the, the teaching the steps, teaching the processes for that. I was teaching people about how to take their inspiration into action and so much of what I was I've been about is about how to learn and how to listen. But this was in like the next step of that, even though it was a beginning step, um, because people might think they listen, but so often they're listening to old stories. They're listening to old ways of doing things like what they have been taught. And to venture, as you said in the beginning, into the unknown that's a whole other that's a whole other skill set and a whole other co- really capacity that that takes mm-hmm. yeah i love i love the word journey and that what you're talking about right now is a journey inward and i know that earlier you talked not only about what's inside but it has it doesn't have to but <laughs> to really be more fully known in this world mm-hmm. and to be um, offering and living your gift 
it has there has to be some kind of action but before we talk more about that i want to to go back because i got a real sense of here you are this little one coming into the world you got you sur- surrounded by brothers and <laughs> you lose the love mm-hmm. so early and there's a sense though the way that he loved you remained inside that's what i get you you to me have a loving spirit I had to come back to it, though. That's actually that's that's actually what my book is about, which I haven't yet put out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're willing to go a little bit into that, I'd love to hear because um, you know I just felt it when you talked about your father leaving and then what was left. And yes, of course, some sadness, but there was the fact that you spent those years and you felt love. So, so what is the the book that you yeah, but see but uh, yes i felt it and because he left then i just started doubting everything so doubt actually took a far bigger place in my system self doubt mm-hmm. than 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 the love mm-hmm. and it's like yeah i i know it stayed there within me and yet it really wasn't for many 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 years later long before or long after um, I became a therapist that, and it was really when I met a particular teacher that I had some energy experience, I had some energetic experiences that opened that up again. And that allowed me to really feel that self-love. It wasn't tied to somebody else. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't tied to anyone else. It was that feeling, that inrush of, oh, that's, (laughs) <laughs> this exists. I exist. I am here. And, and that connection meant that separation, any separation I felt or imagined was not true. And so anytime, even now, anytime there's a, there's a glimmer of doubt that comes in, I, the feeling of that is so foreign now. It's become so foreign where before it was, that was, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get that you've, with mindfulness, you can recognize the sense of doubt and know that that's not truth, not the real truth, and that there's a pathway that you've discovered that takes you, you know, when I introduced you, uh, it, there was about you being the source of source, so <laughs> so that you know what the source is. Can Say more. It, it, you know, I'm glad you asked because it's more than the knowing. It, uh, I think I came into this world knowing a lot. There was some way I came in like ultra experienced, but I've had to catch up with all of that. Mm-hmm. And this was much, this has been much more of a um, knowing how that connection with source feels, feels in my body, feels in every cell in my body. And the self doubt is such a diminished kind of a thing. And it's, it just, it feels like, something you've allowed in, you go, why would I want to eat that? You know, like smelling soured milk, you know, it's not good and it's not right. It's past its time. It's, it's not good for your system. And, and what I, what I'd experienced or what I experienced and then came to know as truth, when capital T truth, it, 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 so it's more than mild mindfulness. It's, it's really feeling this qualitative difference. Oh, now this this is truth, and this is what I want to stay with. So yeah, you know, I don't even have to think about where that's come from. Uh-huh. Truly, 
because uh-huh. that takes me down that rabbit hole. And why do I want to go down that rabbit hole? Because it's not pr- productive for me. Mm-hmm. So this wisdom that you're sharing right now so that listeners can hear is that the sense of these these negative uh, ideas that or thoughts about ourselves like self-doubt would be one that we're talking about right now. You know, it's just like, okay, there's something more for all of us besides what we've come to think or believe. And and when I when I see you and I see your story, I get that locked inside, it was like this treasure chest of love that your father had begun mm-hmm. to give. And then also what the gifts like you're talking about, that you came into this world. And then to me, that's what this work is that you do and that we we support in others is that within, within there's something really magnificent. And how do we guide people there and those who are listening today, you know, how do we, how do we, besides just tell you, hey, (laughs) there's more to life, there's more to you, there's more, really, uh, there is, you know, it's just, so that's, that's where I am right now is just thinking, well, so we've got listeners who are saying, yeah, I hear you, but what, how do I do it? Yeah. Yeah. And so you started to talk about uh, your work or your uh, book or, um, but right before I go there, what was the breakthrough? I mean, you talked about this teacher that mm-hmm. opened you up to a new sense of being is what it sounds like. It was an energy transmission. And, and so that was, that was where I experienced it. And that was part of the gift that I was given, um, 25 over years ago, over 25 years ago now, where I I was, I have been given the stewardship of those ways of opening people up energetically. So, because it's like that whole blueprint of who we are is there in ourselves. And it's, if we continued with the old operating system, we never tap into that. We never allow that, but it's all there in place. And you know that I know you, I mean, that's how you work you know, is, is tapping into that original blueprint. Yeah. Well, uh, continue, please. Cause I think that that this, where we are right now for our listeners, you know, Oh, a blueprint. I have one, you know, it's just like the, the aha. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. We, each of us do. And we, each of us have the, the capacity to both tap into that and to activate it you know, to activate it and to mm, be able to have that inner guidance be something that's there and reliable and consistent. You know, it's not like we have to go on top of a mountain and meditate for six months before we come to something. There, there is a learning, there is a practicing, there is a, a learning about the feeling body, meaning the, that sensory body that tells us, oh, this feels right, this doesn't. And how do you start paying attention to that in such a way that you um, that you get that you can refine it? Because it's 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 like it's there. In some of us, it's more pronounced, and some of us we use it more. All of us can continue to refine that process. What I'm getting also, Lori, is that this guidance within is a form of voice. You know, where if you're Ooh. you're saying yes. listening, yes, so, yes. Right? Bringing it back to finding your voice. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I'm so glad you said that. I'm so excited because just before I got on, there was something that was coming to me about 
And I think I had written this a few weeks ago about the inner and outer and why I think it's so important to have that outer manifestation is because it's all about listening to the inner voice and then speaking from that. How do you speak from that inner voice? How do you allow that inner voice to, to make that connection and that transition and trust it? So part of my learning was how do I, how do I speak in the moment? How do I connect in with what I call the right frequency? And, and I actually experienced it that way, like the right physical vibration. Oh, and when we're coming into something new, that's all, often the time we stop trusting ourselves. Oh, well, this doesn't, this doesn't feel right because it's not what's known. It's not what's known by us. But if we were to say, okay, I'm not, this isn't familiar, but you know, everything feels okay. Let me, let me experiment with speaking this aloud, whatever the, this is, and then paying attention to how that feels in my body. Cause that's when you get to notice, did your stomach tighten up because it didn't feel good? Did you feel kind of expansion in your chest? Like you could breathe more deeply and, and there's more flow. Did you feel more joy? And, and, you know, and that's all part of, of finding and expressing your voice. Yes. Well, I would love to keep on going, journeying into this uh, wonderland of being more of who we can be, because that's, that's the opportunity that we have in life. I'd like to make sure that people, before we end, have a way to contact you and anything you want to say about your programs. Sure. Thank you. Um, my website, which is the best place to reach me, is the Baca, and that's B as in boy, A-C-A, thebacainstitute.com. And there you can, first of all, and I do invite you for this, you can have what I call as a quantum connection call with me. And that's a way to say, you know, when you want, you, you may already know, I want more. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it looks like, but I want more. And that's a place to, to exp explore what that could be, explore what it might be to work together, explore the different programs, which starts with that inner guidance mastery blueprint, and then goes on to a weekend intensive of inspiration into action. And that's where you, you learn how to energetically sustain the inspiration that brought you the great idea, but take that all the way into form, form and revenue. Because revenue is really important here too. Mm -hmm. It's not to leave that out of the picture. And then there's some other programs that are by invitation only, but, but the, and actually go onto my website and take the quantum connection quiz because you'll find out your own connection. What's your typical way of, what's your fundamental way, I'll say that, of connecting with source, of connecting with that, with your, with this quantum universe. Could you say what quantum means to you? Hmm. Hmm. There's a few different levels of meaning when I use that word. One is that we know that we are part of a, a quantum field and a quantum universe, meaning that there is so much more that we don't see, that we don't recognize, that we don't necessarily tune into. And that because I'm part of this quantum field, what I experience here also means that I might pick up some, what's happening on the other side of the world. And, you know, I, I don't want to get into like particles and waves and, and all of that, but 
the quantum physicists have demonstrated over and over and over and over again so that we know it's fact that we are part of this quantum field and that there's so much that is within this field that we can tap into that is beyond our just what our rational mind can offer to us. Well, that's exactly it right there. What you just said, that our rational mind, <laughs> that, that that's what we are. I think in, in our society nowadays, too, is that there's so many more people who are coming to what you're talking about is that there are other ways of how we how we learn, how we grow, how we mm-hmm. exist, and what's possible for for ourselves. I did take that test and or that quiz, and uh, you know there are categories, right? Yes, there are four different types. There's there's the maker, um, the pioneer, the bridge builder, and oh my god, and the creative dreamer. In that moment, it just went out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they. They all are very, um, they're like archetypes, right? In mm-hmm. that there's, and are you saying that we come into this world with, and that's the blueprint, do you think? No, no, I'm talking, this is more, this is another level up from that, which is the blueprint, because the blueprint is very, quite comprehensive, I think. And it's it's part of tapping into our operating, operating system. And this is one aspect of it. And um and sometimes people will say, well, I sort of, I feel like this, but I also feel like that because it's not a cut and dried kind of thing. There's just, but there's one that we tend to gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. And, and within that part of taking the quiz is finding out what are your mastery keys? In other words, what do you need to master to really make full use of what your style is? Um, and the other piece is what are the things that you're likely to, to stumble upon? What are the things that are going to be more difficult given that this style is here? And how do you work with that? Mm -hmm. Well, certainly it sounds like know thyself. Always. Know (laughs) thyself and express thyself. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Well, that sounds like a a really good way to end our time today, to know thyself and express thyself. (laughs) I think we brought it full circle, haven't we? (laughs) Yes. Oh, I really so appreciate uh, all our conversations and look forward to opening up new realms as we move forward. Thank you so much, Lori. Mm, Thank you, Doreen, for having me on your show. I'm honored. Thank you for being with us today for this episode of Find Your Voice, Change Your Life. Each person Doreen interviews shares what has helped them find their voice. You can learn from these guests and find your voice so you can be confident to speak up and speak out. And remember to download Doreen's free seven-step guide to fearless speaking at Doreen7steps.com. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll return next time. Until then, goodbye for now.